Hello everybody, welcome to the final episode of Season 1 of Dungeon Boys. This is episode 48. We didn't quite make it to 50 for our Season 1, but this is... I mean, how are you feeling going into the season finale? This is this is awesome. The last one was really great. It's been a great ride. I <laughs> hope we can kind of continue over to Season 2. I pictured you while you're speaking this, you got a ball cap on, you just cracked open a Coca-Cola as you climbed out the D&D car. <laughs> you know what? It's just been real great. I want to thank all of our sponsors over there. <laughs> I'm going to Disney World. Okay. Coca-Cola, thank you so much. But season finale, we'll explain what our process will be post-season finale after we finish this up. But now let's wrap up this first season of Dungeon Boys. My name's Keith. I'm your DM. Josh playing as Arlo. Zenas playing as Thaddeus Baker, otherwise known as Grim. And Bryce playing as Jack Law. And I want to thank you guys for hanging out as long as you have. We don't have a lot of listeners right now, but I'm sure we will get some in the future and carry all the way through. I hope you stick it out with us through some one-shots. You are the originals. Bryce is revealing the what we'll reveal at the end already. Oh, Dang no. it, Bryce. <laughs> I thought we'd already mentioned that before. Oh, uh, well, I think we may, we ha- we may have. Oh. Quick, follow us on Twitter at Tank Media Games while we get started. In the last Do episode, they returned from gathering Blink's teeth. Uh, they returned to the cabin. Twerk separated himself from the pack. He was headed to the Fletcher to hand over the teeth. While he did that, the party was going inside uh, the Full Heart Manor to get catch some Z's, but what they found was Misiko, their companion, who's always been a little bit weird, but never confirmed to be up to no good. Um, he, had, he was in the process of murdering Corinne Fullheart, uh, and it looked as though he had already murdered hours ago uh, Albert Fullheart. Uh, blood filled this room almost. It was a horrible situation. Zenus was able to save Corinne from dying, and Rip. he was able to stop Albert's body from beginning the process of decay, just in case a resurrection may be possible later. Uh, Misiko sprinted away after shouting many times that he didn't want to, he didn't want to, that they would let him go free if he did it. Um, and uh, Arlo turned into an eagle, ran him down, and used the power of sprites to stop him. Uh, they knocked him out, he was asleep. And it's then refreshing. Jack, Jack had the foresight to go outside to speak to um, intercept uh, uh, Torque and Justine on their way into the house because they heard a broken window. They were going to investigate. He was able to stop them in time before they went inside to find this grisly scene. Uh, he has explained that uh, his Jack explained that uh, Torque's father uh, is dead. It doesn't look good for him, and that Corinne, uh, his mother, looks pretty bad as well. Uh, Torque was able to hide that quickly from Justine's ears, um, but uh, while I'm saying this, will somebody grab me a paper towel? A, I have hit something on you. my arm and it is bleeding. I don't want to stop the recording. I'm trying to add a little bit of that blood aesthetic in real life. People, I white we have on bled for you. Yeah, I'm bleeding for you. Hey, don't shoot each other close with paintballs, folks. It'll make you bleed. Oh, come on. It's fun. But it is fun, though. It is fun, though. <laughs> But um, they were able to run down Misiko. Thank you, Grim. Um, they were able to run down Misiko. Uh, Big Eagle Arlo sat on him, and Grim has attached the slave collar that he can use to shock uh, Misiko if he wants to. And Misiko was waking up at the Sleep. end of the last episode. So that's where we'll open up. It's my Native American name. Misiko blinks his eyes open and sees a very angry Grim and an eagle sitting on top of him, and he begins to squirm and try to pull out from underneath it. Big Eagle Arlo. I like it. I wanna, are we in combat or not? No. Um, I don't think he's going to be able to pull out from under you. I want to punch him in the face. All right. Uh, do roll some damage on that. You'll be able to hit him. 
Actually, no, I already no, said no, that I get off. He's dexterous. I already said I get off. Oh, but he was still get... he was still asleep when he put on the collar. Okay, he's still gro- groggy <laughs> right now. Okay, so <coughs> and prone. He had advantage, right? Yeah, advantage to hit him. Uh, well, I don't. That's a fourteen. Oh, you you want to hit him twice? You can normally. Go oh twice. yeah, I can. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You right, man. What? Oh, that's a uh, unnatural 20, baby. All right, there you go. That's two hits in one. <laughs> punch him in the face. Okay, you punch him in his face. I wasn't initially going to do necrotic, but you know what? I'm going to. Because now that I've missed, I'm angry. As your <laughs> fist rockets toward his fi- his face, you hear, Cream, no! 13 straight to the face. Okay. And when I, when I, I want to, like, grab his neck as well just to, like, Gotcha. Blood leaks out of his nose, and his uh, teeth are fairly bloody after your punch, and pieces of his skin are ripped off of his face from your necrotic damage. This could have been like a perfect, beautiful Squidward moment, where he actually looks better after you punch him. I would have been so angry and just would have killed him on the spot. He's... <laughs> Go ahead. Misko, in very calm tone. Yeah. Do you know how many times I can bring you back to life before I tire of playing with you? No, no. I, I can explain... He said, he said, if I, f- if I found, found you, you three, I'd be re- rewarded. I tried to kill Burb on the boat to force you into a frenzy so you'd make mistakes so I could pick you off one by one. But then I thought you might lead me to the servants. So I waited. Then they said if I did well, this would be the last time they wouldn't make me do anymore. If I did well, they would release me from the curse. What could be better than this? From slicing off the head of the rebellion, I've removed it else. They must set me free. They, they promised. They, they promised. I assume they is the council. Yes, this is the high council. It was the the old, the one gray hair sent me with the, the slow voice. It's, I have to get back to them. I have to tell them what I've done. They'll set me free. What curse? They won't let me die. Well, that's a shame for you, isn't it, Misko? <laughs> I have to. I have to get back. I, I have to get back to them. And he closes his mouth and stops speaking. Arlo. He begins to squirm. I look towards towards him. How strong is your dispelling magics? <laughs> I, I'm like I, I, I'm kind of like nodding my my eagerly head. Misko, I'll make you a deal. We break this magic. You help us. Um, what's everybody's passive perception? The two of you. A big whopping nineteen. Really? Wow. Well. You know, passive. Yeah. Seventeen. Okay, man, y'all got some good passive perception. Hey, we noticed things. Um, Actually, then, as an eagle, I have um, advantage on that. But on advantage on passive perception. Passive perception. Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> if, you, if you have advantage, right, it's actually right. raised by five. Really? You actually get a plus five to passive. Okay, perception. very impressive. So you both How see do you this. Calculate passive. Hmm. It's basically just ten plus your perception. You both see this, but there's really not enough time for you to stop it at this point. It's not something that's slow. You just you see a very abrupt movement in Misiko's mouth. Uh, you see him take his mouth wide and go and crunch down on something. Uh, and as he does this, uh, green flames start to burn at his feet. Uh, and they burn like 
in like a single second. They burn from his feet up to his head, and as this happening, he says, I, I swear I didn't want to, I, and I didn't want to kill you too. Thank you. You were kind to me. Can I grab the trident before we leave? Oh, uh, yeah, you can put a hand on it. I grab it. Okay, and as you as you put a hand on it, um, he, he like burns up as in this green flame, very similar to the green flame you saw on the table um, that... Uh, that burned up as soon as you walked into the room. Um, but yeah, he this green flame starts as his feet very... You know like Harry Potter whenever they come in those chimneys? See. It looks like that. Very quick. Uh, he says that thing to you as he burns away. Uh, and you can see in his eyes, also perception, you can see in his... Like there's true pain in his eyes. There's like the real remorse in what he's done. But Grim puts a hand on the trident as he goes to burn away. And Grim's hand wraps around um, Yumisiko's hand as he grabs it. Uh, and as soon as you grab it, that hand <laughs> burns away, and all that's left is you grab in the trident, and Misiko is gone from before you. Excellent. I've got my weapon back. Bring him back. Do it again. Sadly, this magic is beyond me. You didn't say that in real life. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand you, Arlo. <laughs> and? I slam the trident on the ground. Not like spear end, just yeah. kind of like... Like a like a shovel, just pop. Okay. And then I, I grunt and start heading back to the manor. As you turn around, about ten seconds have passed. You see a bear. Um, Arlo, you're still a bird. Where do you? What did you do with those ten seconds as Grim turned around? I'm gonna take off and start heading back. Okay, so both of you turn around. You both bird. Are you still a bird? I guess I would just be taken off. I mean, and go fly back yeah, to the I'm house. Still, I'm still a bird. It's about a hundred feet away, I guess. After all the running you did, maybe 120. Is that house gone? No, the house is not gone. <laughs> no, not. I'm in there. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I just took off. Okay, so you you are you took off and you kind of flew past uh, Graham at this point. Uh, Jack, where were you at the end of the last episode? You I'm walked in the house. back inside. You're looking out the window, I guess maybe. No, he told me to stay with a uh, Korean. Okay. Yeah, so I'm just kind of chilling with them. So everybody, roll perception for me because nobody's facing the area. Something's about to happen. I'm going up. Because my biggest concern right now is I want to know where's Burb. Okay. Because things happen. Yeah. Burb is missing. Yeah. 16. I got a 24. 16 <clears throat> and 24 for perception. What yeah. you got? I got a plus 4 with it. Monster advantage. Auto. So Monster. it's a 22 or an 8. A 22 or an 8. Okay, <laughs> it's a 22. Yeah. All right, so everybody sees this. Uh, Jack, you're the first person to see it, but the two of you hear it. Uh, the sound that that fire made whenever it burned Misiko up, uh, you're hearing it again. Uh, but this time, whenever you turn around, Jack, you see this looking straight for it. The two of you, I guess, if you want to turn around and look, I mean, I, I'm assuming, I'm you, like would, yeah, I'm, like I'm assuming you would turn to see it grim as well. Yeah. Um, so you hear that noise, and instead of burning up from the ground up, it is now burning from the top of a humanoid creature down, and it is a creature that is standing um, back kind of towards where um, Misiko was. We'll say in these little bit, you've probably made it another 30 feet away from him. So turning back around, you're about 30 feet away from this fire that's burning down to the ground. Arlo, of course, you were farther than that because you flew. Um, so this is under where I'm at? Yes. It okay. was under and, I guess, back a little bit. Okay. Um, so it is revealing uh, a different humanoid creature, uh, and you know it to be a human whenever it burns down. Human man. 
Uh, yes. Uh, his features are somewhat familiar. He has long gray hair uh, and a gray mustache that hangs long on both sides of his mouth. His teeth are a dazzling white, but uh, as he's smiling whenever he comes out, you can see that his dazzling white teeth are blemished a little bit by um, kind of those like veiny black lines. Um, kind of similar to the Blink's teeth, but not completely. Uh, also, the whites of his eyes, uh, the irises of his eyes are very small. The whites are very large, and going across those whites of his eyes instead of red you know, veins like you would normally see in a human person, it's, those things are black. Uh, his skin, what you can see of it on his hands, um, <clears throat> and quarter of his sleeves are up, or um, they don't, his sleeves don't reach all the way to his hands, so a little bit of his forearm. His skin is just deathly pale. Um, extremely pale, and underneath it, you can see kind of kind of like Grimm's um, Osimar transformation, where you can see those kind of black coursing veins through his skin. Um, that's kind of how this person's skin looks. Not quite as extreme as Grimm's. It's just pale skin that you can see uh, the like black veininess underneath. Um, Juicy. Uh, he wears an ornate robe. It is purple. And it is emblazoned with a golden jeweled sun that is surrounded by ten dazzling jeweled beams, uh, which you all know to be from living in Medine, the sigil of the High Council. You know, based on this robe, standing before you is a member of the High Council. Uh, this thing, this this uh, entity that your organization, the Servants of the Skill, that has just had the head of it killed, uh, is tasked with trying to to right their wrongs and whenever he comes back in or whenever the fire finishes burning down to the ground there's a little scorch mark on the ground where he was stand where he's standing and you hear this voice well i do declare i believe our investment in that wretched pet of ours has finally paid off big time we pumped that poor thing with so much platinum over the years he's worth a fortune anyway you must be the i guess two of uh, at least one of the imbeciles here standing before me that killed my brother in the name of some rebellion. I am the only one that killed your brother. I suppose, and I found like the right place. Slammed the trident headfirst into the ground. Where did nope. he appear? Huh? Where did he Directly appear? in front of Grim. Okay. He's 30 feet away from Grim. You can hear what he's saying. Am I unnoticed at this point? No, he can see an eagle flying around in the sky. Okay. Big, big boy eagle. Big You're not boy. that high yet. Okay, boy. Um, he says... Now, no need to get so hasty. I mean, you can make this hard or you can make this easy on yourself. It's all going to end the same way. I'll grant Ronald was fat, lazy, and possessed with a, pecu with a set of pro pu 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 peculiar proclivities, excuse me. But the slob was my brother, and I simply cannot let it slide that you killed our mother's baby boy. So, whichever the gods you worship, say a prayer, because I'm going to enjoy squeezing the life from your body, and maybe I'll destroy that little rebellion HQ you've got behind your eye there while I'm at it. Donald Witherbranch single-handedly destroys the rebellion and, re and the realm is safe once more. Well, that'll show the rest of the morning. Roll this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Eleven. Nineteen, baby. You're, of course, welcome to say whatever it is you'd like to say to him. I just... Squeeze my fists. Clinch is the word. Clinch them. <laughs> I say you take one, you take one hand <laughs> and put a hand over the other one and squeeze it. All right, I need to write some things down. Yeah, they're supposed to crack. <laughs> You're supposed to be real intimidated now. <laughs> All right, so I stab myself with the uh, the poison barb. Oh, oh no! 
<laughs> Blinks do. Bye. Good. He can probably get back though. He's all floated up with the freedom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. With what? <laughs> Do I afraid you? <laughs> it's yellow and it tastes like chicken. Chicken. Man, that's a good movie. Mm-hmm. Good movie with you and right. McGregor. What is uh? Really? McGregor. Yeah, he's the guy who plays Rob, Rob, Rod, Rodney. That's it, Rodney. Rodney. Rodney Cooperbottom. That's a uh, Obi Wan Kenobi, right? Obi Wan and yeah. Christopher Robin. You wouldn't McGregor. You and. and a whole it does sound like the last thing somebody would gasp. You and McGregor. You and your kind. <laughs> My name is you um, and McGregor. I got a nineteen for old initiative boy. Yeah, sorry, I'm looking for. Um, no one cares. Well, I thought he asked. I, I honestly I thought he asked. He cares. He cares a little. I don't care. Well, yeah, I mean, I do care much about it. We all care. Awkward, you know, an awkward D and D moment when when the DM forgets the BBEG stat block, and so he has to make stuff up on the fly. I'm not doing that. But were you looking for a stat block? I was looking for not his. I have his. I was looking for a different. I hey, so what's that tell you? <laughs> I keep putting other stuff on top of it. I'm trying to get everybody's kind of in the right spot. Duncan just is shot out of a cannon. You just hear a distant... Here I come! <laughs> so. Alright, Jack, what'd you roll? Arlo, what'd you roll? 22. Jack, I mean Arlo? Uh, 11. So, yep. if I turn him to stone, and we wrap a bunch of chains around him... Wait, drop him into I can melt him to stone. Drop him into the tide pool. <laughs> mm. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> Grim don't know you're trying to do that. Grim just gonna do. Jack's it. not trying to do that. Grim just gonna do what Grim do best. Punch, punch Grim, him. Grim, Grim smash. <laughs> Grim, Grim smash. <laughs> Excuse me, there, child. Is there something wrong with you? I don't feel comfortable I punching feel, your. Kind. Yeah, I don't feel comfortable hurting somebody who sounds quite exactly like you, my friend. Do I afraid you? <laughs> <laughs> Is you afraid? I don't feel good about this, actually. <laughs> I, don't, I don't catch the reference. Is it a reference to something? Or well, do I afraid you or just well, do I afraid you voice? reference? But no, well, the, uh, I, don't, I don't feel comfortable hitting somebody who speaks like you or something. He I just sounds like he has special needs. Yeah. Oh. It's just a, a moral dilemma. Yeah. But that is that was the original voice I was going to use for Grimm before the Irish in the... <laughs> well, no, you, you remember the, the joke I made? Keith and I were leaving a Wendy's. <laughs> and uh, we were talking about it, and I was like, "Was that the joke?" No, okay. I'll just I'll just make Grim sound like this, and I was like, "You will fool me." <laughs> That's not good. Okay, That's uh, not good. <laughs> it is your turn. All right, I'm gonna approach. I'm still in the house. I approach. Okay. Actually, Spurs um, We'll call you a hundred feet away. I'm gonna speak to Corinne. That's okay. Me. Corinne. Yeah. Um, Corinne, there's a man outside, and we know him to be a very dangerous man. If you can, keep yourself quiet, trying not to be noticed. Okay, she... I'm, I'm going to go outside and see if I can help the others. Okay, be, 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 be careful. I'll, I'll try to get Torque and Justine together. And she, like, touches her husband's body. 
as if she wants to do like she wants to do something with like she wants to pick it up or she wants to do something but she knows she can't and so she gives it like a, a just an extended touch and then she decides not now I know how you away. feel uh, okay <laughs> no go ahead no she's listening I know how you feel we will do everything we can not all hope is lost for him yet okay she wipes a tear and then she with resolve exits the room <clears throat> And I'm gonna go out the front door. Okay, Dash they're, in the, they're in the front, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm guess uh, they're pretty far out there, aren't they? Yeah, about 100 feet away. Okay, I'm gonna double dash so I can get all the way up there. As you're sprinting that way, he says, Oh, looky here, there's another one I'm looking for! <clears throat> cool. I take it you're Donald? Yes, sir, that's me. Dolan. And y'all killed my brother, so I'm gonna return the favor. I don't have a brother. That's a misplaced I don't actually see <laughs> Okay, it is Grim's turn. I approach. approach. As, um, approaching as, good. As I'm approaching, I... <laughs> I, I use my... Uh, <laughs> he runs away in terror. <laughs> I use my necrotic shroud. Okay. He also runs away in terror. He might. Some may call me a terrorist. I think of myself as a teacher. Um, I guess, yeah, he needs to roll wisdom. You can run, okay. but you won't get far. Wisdom. Uh, he actually rolls just an 11. Oh. He's afraid. <laughs> huh, you he afraid? Can't move, <laughs> he can't move towards you? Uh, hold up. I need to see if it's got descriptor on it. Yeah, remind me what Not expect means. that. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking That's about I was like, what he's going to say. <laughs> that'll be funny if it happens, but I'm so not going to... middle of field go, whoa! Holy... All right, I'm looking it up. I'm looking up the condition. I passed the condition. A frightened creature has disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls while the source of its fear is within its line of sight. The creature can't willingly move closer to the source of its fear. So as I'm stepping up to him, I just like activate this, and I imagine it's like a flash of like the purple necroticness yep. over the whole body, and I just like step close, just right up to him. And how tall is he? Uh, he's like he's Beep. probably six feet tall. Okay, so I'm I'm like six inches taller than him. Yeah. So I just like kind of <laughs> look down right at his right at him. Right at him. I'm Ghost, so sorry, sir. Ghosty. Ghosty boy. <laughs> I did not mean to offend a man of your size. <laughs> and that is my turn. I wish I had an epic, angry one-liner, but I don't. Okay. I could say run, but I don't want him to run. I he says, to uh, he does say, What the hell? I was not expecting that. Oh, oh. <laughs> he's a little bit confused at this point. Um, and now it is... No one's turn. <laughs> uh, it is now going to be his turn. So let me... Uh, this man is obviously a wizard, so bear with me as I deal with the many spells that this man has in his... Many spells? They're tiny. His tubes didn't work. <laughs> that one line... Could you quit footseeing with me? Um, I will he is remove it. going to cast... The spell Cone of Cold directly in front of him that's towards a, you. That's a big boy spell. It is. He's a big boy. <laughs> uh, he is going to cast Cone of Cold directly at you, Zenus. So let me read to you what Cone of Cold does. 8d8. 8d6. 
68, something like that. It's big boy damage. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so a blast of cold air erupts from his hands. Each creature in a 60-foot cone must make a constitution saving throw. How close did you get? Huh? How close did you get? As far as double dash would take me, so within 90. You're, oh, wow. So you're also within, you're like right there beside him. Yeah, I'm 10 feet behind him. You said they were 100 feet away. You're 10 feet behind me or him? I'm 10 feet behind Arlo. I'm flying. Because he was here. <laughs> <laughs> you're I'm 10, 10 feet, feet behind, behind where you where? were. Yeah. Okay. So you're 20 feet away from Before him. you walk towards him, I'm okay. 10 feet behind that position. You're in the cone, boys. Okay. Well, this could ruin cone spells for us as well. But technically, if... It doesn't matter. Just go. Tell me. <laughs> it's like, it's weird if... You can only hit a certain number of creatures because, like, if I'm directly in front of him... Like there's there's something like it wouldn't hit someone behind him, and right. it's like if you've got if you're hitting 15 creatures, you'd only be able to hit like five in the front, and the rest of them behind it wouldn't. I gotcha. I don't know that yeah. rule well. I'm enough, gonna. So. I picture this like just this blast of cold air hitting you. Yeah. So like if he were directly behind you, I, like right behind you, I could see that you are you'd produce some sort of shield. But I kind of picture like there, maybe there's a vacuum behind you, yeah. but it does kind of fill back in. So, like, if you're, like, five feet, yeah, that would make sense. Get closer to me. But being 20 Huddle feet behind safety. him, I think you still would be in this cone. I'm going to make a consta, consta yeah, poop. Yeah, I'll tell you real quick. Um, a creature takes 88 cold. Uh, you got to roll a save against my spell. Yeah. Consta poop. Constitution saving throw, yeah. 14. Does it do? Uh, that will not save, boys. That will not do. So, Jack, you also need to roll a... Uh, oh, yeah. Constitution saving throw. That's a 11. That will also not save boys. Our, our clothes no. didn't give us resistance to frost, did they? It does. It does give you resistance to cold damage. Boom. Heck. I didn't even Thank write that. Thank you for reminding me that because I forgot. I didn't and even write that down. Like I didn't think that would be. Yeah, and resistance to piercing. Good call. What? Man. Good call. Hey, inspiration. Why did I not write that. that down? Inspiration. That's so that. good. That's such good stuff. Thank you. Inspiration for that. Mark that down, Zeus. What is resistance? Half damage? Half, Half damage. The, the, so I'm going to roll 8d8. Resistance to cold. cold. Six. Eight, eight. Oh, yeah, sorry. Okay, so 6, um, 9, 10, 17. Heck yeah. 21. I'm actually going to. Huh? Is it 6 or 8? 10? Okay. It's 8. Okay, so we got 21. Ooh, and one last big boy. 37. So 37 damage, half of that would be 18. 18. So you take 18 cold damage. Okay, hold up. Hold and as up. he says that, he says, Get back, you nasty creature! I don't think so. Is what I say. Okay. Jack. How much? 18, you said? This might be the last time. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, 18 This damage. might be the last time you scrape by, boy. <laughs> right, hey, that... if it's the last time you scrapes by, that's good. <laughs> oh, the truth. Because you get one more chance. <laughs> last time might be the last time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. As, as soon as that happens, I just, like, kind of stand there and take it and just twist my head to the side, like, oh. and, it, and respond as I did to what <laughs> okay. he said. I don't think so. Gotcha. Jack is shivering, like trying to close his coat yeah. up more. You, so, <laughs> and, and also, Arlo, you escape. But hey, what's the lifespan on those sprites? 
that were in this cone. An Two hour. hours. But what's, or excuse me, what's their health like? Their health? Yeah. So they real, haven't been hit by anything. They just got hit <laughs> by that cold. I just noticed that they were. They're, they're flying on. with me. Oh, they're on you? They can they fly. fly. Oh, they I, I'm sorry. I thought they were running. My bad. You're right. Yeah. Okay, cool. Never mind. And there's six more looking for yeah. Mayor yeah, Dunn yeah, yeah, yeah. Kent very much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Cool, cool. Sorry. I forgot. I thought they were on the ground. Yeah, um, okay, so that will be the end of his turn. He's not moving anywhere. He's not going away from you. Uh, Arlo, it's your Such turn. Such a shame. Me turn? <laughs> yep. All right. Me I'm going full-on Thunderbird. I'm going to use Call Lightning. Okay. <laughs> All right. That's nice. cool. So giant storm cloud, 100 feet wide, 60. No, 120 feet wide and 100 feet above. So I'm like flying right up with the clouds. Okay. All right. So he needs to succeed on a deck saving throw or take 3d10. If he does succeed, he gets half. Deck saving throw. Okay. Yep. <clears throat> oh, he fails that deck saving throw. He tries to get out of the way, but he is unsuccessful. All right. We're going to do it. That's a seven. A seven. And a tree. So, 17. Yep. 17 limb damages. Okay. I'm marking it down. He gets hit with the lightning. The lightning crashes down on him, and he takes it like a champ. <laughs> oh, it's almost... I won't say, don't want to say it's like it energizes him. In the way that like when people get hit in fights and their adrenaline pops up. Like he took damage, but oh, he's like yeah. yeah, he's into it. <laughs> Bring it. Yeah. He says, Oh, you you must be that druid I'm looking for too. Everybody in one spot. Alright. If I could poop on him right now. Um it is now like bowling ball sized. Um I shouldn't have used that long stride thing. Well. Because then I'd have one more catapult left. <laughs> Gotta use that catapult. Okay, it's now Jack's turn again. Yay. I'm gonna use my little palm thing and try to turn him to stone. Okay. Nice. I don't think he's gonna do. You gotta roll. Oh, yeah. Con save? 10. Uh, he succeeds. Yeah. Against that. So you put out a hand and he feels himself like, Well, that's quite a tool there, little one. <laughs> my constitution is zero. <laughs> so. I didn't want to do it too much. I mean, I, I felt like it was reasonable to build it after what made the Basilisk work. And I knew when I made that that it wasn't either anybody's like best stat, but I want to try to keep it grounded in the world. Uh, it is now... What else are you going to do? You moving in, or what you got? What you got? Uh, no, I'm, I'm not going to move in. Okay. That's it. Cool. I get, no, I'll throw a dagger. All right, cool. Dagger, <laughs> dagger throw. Going for it. Nope, didn't miss. I missed. I rolled two. Okay, yeah. So you you hurdle a, da a dagger as it passes by him, and he moves his head to the side, and he says, "That's adorable." <laughs> uh, it is now um, Grim's turn. I'm going to cast Shield of Faith upon myself. Okay. Uh, a shimmering field appears and surrounds a creature of your choice within range, granting it a plus two bonus AC for the duration. Uh, the bonus action spell duration is ten minutes. And then I'm, uh, you know, I'm going to do what Grim do. Uh -oh. I'm going to punch him. All right. <laughs> I like that. Uh, Old Faithful. 21 to hit. That will hit him. Yes, it will. At nat 20. All right. Big punchies. I'm sorry. <laughs> Cocks your arm like a shotgun. All right. Uh, okay. Hey, so quick see. question for me. We decided that. A question for you? 
quick question from me. There was a point where, like, when someone was, and I don't want to get too meta, but when someone was immune to types of damage, since your fists do two types, say someone was immune to physical attacks that were not magical. Well, I've we, got the And you magic do have gloves, the, you have so the magic gloves. You're right, I forgot about those. Irrelevant. Um, but yeah, when you're talking about whenever we were fighting this thing, or whenever I was fighting this thing. You punched something, and I think we negated your fist damage, but kept the necrotic. Yeah. Gotcha. I, I think yep. that's, but that's that is rules is regardless now because yeah. you have those gloves. Um, eighteen damage for the first one. All right. Just wait for the total. Thirty-nine damage for the second one. Ching. Okay, good gravy. All right, thirty-nine plus eighteen would be forty-seven. Fifty-seven. All right, so you hit him and like that, that staggers him. He takes oh, that. Oh, crap. I also, I wanted to do the venom movement thing. Speed? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so he rolls, he rolls constitution. constitution. He fails. His movement speed is halves. Excellent. When you punch him, he's a, he like where do you punch him at? Um, I'll do right into the the cheek, mm-hmm. and then into the abdomen with a left jab. Okay, into the left cheek into the abdomen. So first punch to the left cheek, second one into the abdomen. When you punch him, uh, he takes those hits and he, it staggers him, and he steps back a little bit, and he says, "Whoa." You are a little bit tougher than I thought. What the hell is in that glove? And he starts to speak even a little bit slower. Um, and that will be your turn? Yep. Okay. Cool. Oh, goodness. What else is he going to do at this point? Sorry, I don't play wizards very often. I don't know what some of these things do. I need to check another spell. I think okay. it's going pretty good. I'm like this I'm excited. Yeah. This yeah. This this is the build up. Alright, so what he's going to do next, you're all up on him. So he is going to cast Um, he is going to cast Wall of Force directly in front of himself to split the way between Grimm and himself. This spell, an invisible wall of force, springs into existence at a point uh, I choose within range. The wall appears in any orientation I choose as a horizontal or vertical barrier or at an angle. It can be a free-floating or resting on a solid surface. You can form it into a hemispherical dome or a sphere with a radius of up to 10 feet. You can shape a flat surface made up of 10 uh, foot by 10 foot panels. Each panel must be contiguous with another panel, blah, 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 blah. If the wall cuts through a creature's space, when it appears, the creature is pushed to one side of the wall. Um, my choice, which side? And it's uh, with a radius, a hemispherical dome with a radius about the 10 feet, which means I could make it a 100 long flat thing that's 10 feet tall or 50 foot one that's 
20 feet tall. Um, he is going to just split. He's going to split the way between Grim and himself. So a big invisible wall has formed between them. Grim, you can almost feel it form on your nose uh, at this point. So you can feel this wall of force separating you. It's, this wall is about 20 feet tall, uh, and it is 50 feet long. Okay. Try to break, give himself a little bit of time, and as after you cast that, he does step back. Um, he takes his movement to go backwards a little bit. I will take attack of opportunity. You may not. You are split. But I don't. Do I know? Do I know that I won't hit him? I am sorry. You do. Keith, you goof. Yep, I goofed that up. You uh, Oh. 26 to hit. All right, you punch that wall really effing hard. <laughs> like, you punch the wall and boom, like nothing, almost to the point where it pushes you back. All right, so that is the end of his turn, uh, and he is going to back up those 30 feet. You punch that wall also, and you hear If magic can pass through it, I feel like the necrotic would just slip straight through anyway. Okay, so here, I'll reveal something to you. When you punch it and you use that necrotic damage, it just pushes off the sides. It doesn't go through this wall. Okay. Um, and yeah, does nothing. Nothing you did there passes through. It is now Arlo's turn. Flying above. Lightning. More lightning. I'm gonna zap at him. Okay. All right. Wisdom saving throw. Or wisdom saving throw. Yep. Okay. He no, it's a deck saving throw. My bad. My bad. Oh, he definitely fails that deck save. Okay. Three D tens. Gonna do twenty seven of them demolish. All right. Uh, okay. That's a 10, a 7, and a 10. Gotcha. Ooh. How's he feeling now? Because last time he kind of laughed at it. He's him. looking all right. He takes another one, and he like you know he moves a little bit, but he doesn't curse the sky or anything. All right. He does mention, like, man, that is making things quite difficult. I'm still circling up overhead, like right right up underneath the clouds, like right, right up about 100 feet up. Okay. Cool. It is now Jack turn. Yay! I'm gonna take uh, my last dagger and I'm gonna throw it like at a great angle as okay. high above <laughs> his head as I can and see if it goes above his head. And you just like, you know, try to toss it over? Are you trying to toss it at him or are you just trying I'm to just toss trying it to over? I'm trying to see how high the wall goes. Okay. I know that it stopped Grim. Gotcha. I want to see if it stops. Like, okay. Above Roll him. a dex for me. That's a three. Um, Plus four, seven. So yeah, you toss it. It's not hard for you to toss really high. You toss it, and the dagger does fly over this wall or whatever it is. It does fly over it. You throw it really high, and it does kind of just barely though. It kind of chinks on the top of something and rolls over to the other side and falls like directly down behind it. It looks like. How high does it look like that was? About twenty feet. About 20 if you feet. were to eyeball it. Cool. Twenty-foot wall of psychic energy. Pretty yes. much. Well, it's not psychic energy, but yes, it is that. What else you gonna do? You got movement speed or a bonus action? What do you want from us, Ronald? No, Donald. Which one is it, Donald? Well, partly I want to kill you because you killed my brother. Also, you've caused us a great deal of stress with the council, and as well, you've led me directly back through the use of our agent, Misiko. You've led us directly back to your headquarters, so I might as well, you know, take care of that while I'm here. So, if you would kindly just surrender, I'll kill you quick, and we won't have to deal with this. This isn't really our headquarters anymore. Everyone here is dead. There are a lot of other people that live here. 
I don't know if we mentioned that, but there's like a bunch of cabins and there's a bunch of like, you know, this is... Like the whole town is in it? Kind of. Okay. Everybody's kind of together. I didn't catch that. Yeah, we. I don't know if we discussed how many people number-wise, but, you know, there are people living in those cabins. There's people working in that mine. There's all kinds of stuff. Then, Repcon, everyone important here is dead. There you go. <laughs> oh, oh, damn. Looks like I'm going to go take care of a little bit of business then. Well, I'm just here to clean up. <clears throat> I see. Well. <laughs> I... That's, <laughs> That's your business, I suppose. We will do everything we can to stop you, though. Well, let's make it interesting at least. Uh, Grim, it's your turn. Cool. I cast... Told Dead. Told at Dead. Way it be uh, Target you choose Wisdom Saving Throw. Okay. Ew. He rolled a 21. Oh, he take him. Uh, yeah, so he saved. He's fine. No damage or half? It, it doesn't say, so it's just no damage. Okay. So somebody's trying to get inside my head as he looks around. Um, what else you got? That's it. Okay. It is now his turn again. He is going to maintain this wall of force between he and you. And he is going to turn to the sky. And he is going to fire a lightning bolt from his hand at you, Arlo. Um, he is going to reach out his hand to the sky. A stroke of lightning forms in a line of 100 feet long and 5 feet wide. It blasts out from me in the direction I choose. Each creature in the line must make a dexterity saving throw. A creature takes 8d6 lightning damage on a field save or half as much damage on a successful one. The lightning ignites flammable objects in the area. Uh, okay, hey, I'm flammable. So, roll a dexterity saving throw for me. Cool. 21. That'll do it. Woo! Dude. So you will take half this damage. Aww. And it was... I wanna. 86. 6. 86? For damage, yes. He's very high level. Well, that's a third D6? level spell. Yeah. Call lightning now. He's a D10. He's a lightning bolt. Oh, okay. Uh, you will take half of 25, so we'll call that 12. 12? You take 12 lightning damage. <laughs> he looks like he's really enjoying it. He really open up the engines and fire off this magic. As he right. stands there and tries to fire at you. Also, what the what those things on your back roll? Or the ones flying with you? Are they right close to you or where are they at? They're just flying around. They haven't been in combat or anything, so they're just kinda on the sidelines. They're not next to you or near you? I mean they're they're just flying around. Okay. They're they're invisible right now, so they're just hanging out. Gotcha. It's just important to know whether they're in the line of a hundred feet that I fired the lightning. And I guess I'm giving you an opportunity to tell me no and I can't tell you otherwise because we didn't discuss where they are. But, I mean, we'll say yeah. No, I don't mind. I just want to know where they are, especially if we, you know, there are creatures. Let's say one is, one isn't. Okay, that'll work. Yeah, one is, one isn't. All right, roll that dexterity saving throw then. Yeah, it probably ain't going to happen, but we're going to find out. How much health do they have? Two. Okay, so it doesn't matter. It's dead. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's right. All right, so one of, your, one of your sprites gets burned up in the lightning. I, that wasn't me trying to get extra points. I just truly need to know where the creatures are. Oh, we got to get Honestly, like, we didn't roll an issue for them or anything. They're just kind of like, they know this is out early. They're just hanging back. Gotcha. So. 
Okay. So well, one is off somewhere. One of them is vaporized. The rest of them are in town. We'll say this one has decided that after this has decided, you know what? I'm not into this. <laughs> and it just moved <laughs> out of the way. A single word was uttered. Yeah. Nope. Uh, now it is your turn, Arlo. Woo! Um, I'm gonna get some of that lightning back. Okay. We are gonna do it. All right. Let's do. You gotta do the. You gotta do the save. Uh, yes, I do. You're correct. We should do the dex. This time he did all right. Uh, sixteen. Sixteen just barely squeaks by, so he takes half of seventeen, which is eight. Okay. Cool. Alright, he says, Ooh, almost got me on that one. Well, you did a little. <laughs> so, like, lightning, like, shoots up and hits me, and then lightning comes yeah. right back down and hits him. <laughs> yeah. So, that's a cool video. Like ping pong. What you got up there, a mural? <laughs> he doesn't say that. I do have a mirror. I wish he would have said that earlier. Yeah, that would have been cool to, like, pull out your mirror and cause it would not have, It would not have reflected that lightning bolt back, but it would have been cool if you tried, I guess. Uh, How you doing, Gary Busey? Um, God. Great, keep it up. Yeah, you don't. Nothing else has happened right now. So, Jack, it is your turn. Right, I'm gonna take out my bow and arrow that Torque gave me, and I'm a fire an arrow to his left, about fifteen feet ish. Okay, to his left. Yeah. It bounces off an invisible wall of force. Cool. Now I'm gonna run and dash. Uh. As if I'm passing uh, an invisible wall that sticks out 20 feet from his left. Or 20 feet from his right. The same direction I shot the arrow. Like five okay. feet five feet past the where the arrow bounced. Okay. And I'm going to put a hand up and see if I run into a wall. You would still... If you shot 15 feet to his left, you're going how many feet farther than that? Five. Five. You would still feel that wall. Okay. Right in front of you. And now he's off to your right. He's like, oh, where are you going? I didn't hear your description of the spell, so I'm actually feeling this out. I have no idea how big this wall is. I like the sound of that. That's cool. Um, what else? So you've done everything you can do. Grim. I cast Sickening Radiance upon him. Okay. Dim light spreads within a 30-foot radius sphere centered on a point within range. The light spreads around corners. When a creature moves into the area for the uh, first time on a turn or starts its turn there, it must pass a constitution save or take 4d10 radiant damage, suffer one level of exhaustion, and emit a dim light in a 5-foot radius that prevents invisibility. The okay. light and exhaustion go away when the spell ends. Also, he's only like 15 feet from me because he halved his speed. I right, have, yeah, I he did, speed yeah, you're right. I, he for, didn't, I completely he forgot. He didn't get to make it that far. Alright, I'm real, I'm sorry looking up something. You go, Bobo. Alright, and what's the radius on this thing you said? It be oh thirty foot radius sphere. Cool. So I'm gonna put it I'm gonna put it thirty feet away from where I am. Straight back. Okay, so he would be in it but not in the center of it. Mm -hmm. He would be fifteen feet into Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Cool, cool. Um, and also, I imagine like the light would stop around. Yeah, the it does. It stops around that edge of that sphere. That's cool. cool with um, I have I have something that might be kind of cool, but it might also not be kind of cool. So it's kind of you just a do thing I got to do now. <laughs> you just do like a uh, lightning bolt on the thing, and it spreads out far enough to hit. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't think I can do a lightning bolt. Man. It's gonna be something different. You can't. You can't do that anymore. Yeah, I, can't. I don't have any spell slots anyway. Yeah. Okay, I'm. Dr- I was drawing that out. Sorry. Sorry to the audience. This is kind of. I never play a, a wizard person, so it's kind of tough to deal with that. Um. So I rolled a eighteen. Well, you know that's poopy. So does that mean he jumps out of the sickening radiance? No. Or he's oh. a constitution, so he's, oh, constitution. he's still in Sorry. There. Did you roll dex? I rolled a 17, not an 18. Okay, so he's, he passes? Yeah, he's fine. Yeah, he, 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 he takes no damage at this point? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So I, I, no, because originally I was looking at that and I was like, "Wow, that's really cool! Like it does all this stuff." But it's still really cool because yeah, if he fails six times, he just dies. Yeah, outright. It, I mean, it, it killed cool. you. It killed like four orcs just in one move the other day. That's true. Um, okay, or like several weeks ago. Oh crap! I keep forgetting to do the thing. Dang it! All right. I've, so what he does now is it is is it his turn? Yeah. Uh, yes, it is his turn. I can't punch him no more. And what he is going to do is he is going to cast as a bonus action a little misty step. And he is going to misty step, uh, briefly surrounded by a silvery mist. He teleports up to 30 feet to an unoccupied space that he can see. He is going to teleport, uh, if he's looking at Grim directly, 15 away, feet away from him, Jack would be about 20 feet to his right. He is going to teleport 30 feet to the left. Okay. Um, would you... 30 feet to his left? Yes. Okay. He would no longer be in the sphere. Well, it is a 60-foot radius sphere. I didn't oh, put him in the center. No, it's a 60-foot... Total sphere because it's diameter. thirty foot radius. Yeah, yeah. sixty foot. And diameter. because he's not in the center, he would be if he like goes directly left, he'd be edge, just yeah. beyond the edge of it. And so he just gets out of it, and he said, "Oh, that's nasty in there." Uh, and then he raises his hand <laughs> to this. <laughs> he raises his hand to the sky, and he casts a magic missile. He can't do. Why not? Because you can't cast two spells in the same turn. He can cast one's a cantrip. A, one's a bonus action. But he, he still can't cast another right, spell. Right, can't he can cast, cast a full cantrip. spell. Yeah. Okay, but he does cast a cantrip. Uh, he is going to fire. So you can cast a spell and a cantrip? A bonus action spell and a cantrip. But you can't cast a bonus action spell and a spell. He is going to fire a fire bolt. So Josh, I really, it was, uh, it was you know, I made it worse if he hits you. He's cool. Not shoot, he's not shooting at Josh. Aww, he's firing at Grim this time. Bring it. You hurl a mode of fire at a creature object within range. Make a ranged spell attack against the target. I want to hit the target. Takes one d10 fire damage. A flammable object hit by this spell ignites. So can you use a spell slot, or that makes it a spell? Has to be in the form of a cantrip. Yep, has to be okay. a cantrip. Gotcha. So. So he's 30 feet to the left of where he was before, and he's shooting through the space where the wall should be. I'm not going to metagame, but it's going to pass through. So I'm going to roll a spell, or roll a spell attack. Um, let's see. Uh, 15. That hits. Okay, so you can take 1d10 worth of damage. 2d10. Um, only a 3, so you take 3 fire damage. Very right. impressive, Donald. Very impressive. <laughs> well, um, he, he is high enough level, you could roll a second d10 if you wanted Oh, yeah, hold up. I do need to do that. Sorry. Um, oh, he's big time high level. 
so we gonna roll two more of those. <laughs> Good God. Five. And another five. So you take thirteen damage instead of ten. Like I say, I am not completely fresh up on my wizarding. That's but I'm fine. doing my best. But just I'm, know that I'm not trying to make things up on you guys. Promise. No, and yeah, we know. I'm just I'm because I know you're mm -hmm. not. Magic is not your forte. Of course. But it is my forte, and I know the magics. Very well. Cool beans. It is now Olo's turn. Old faithful. I'm going for calling some lightning. And that's an action you're taking to call it down. Yep. Okay. I'll call it back sure. to the action. I was worried that for a second that it was like where you were doing a bonus action and forgetting that you could do something else. All right. I'm rolling that dex. You can Natural use your action 20. to call down it. Well, never mind. You still take half damage. Yeah. Mm, it rolled a nine, a two, and a one, so that's twelve. He takes six. Correct. Sounds good. Little bites out of the elephant. That's how we eat it. That's right. One bite at a time. Um, Sweet, juicy. Hug. What you see now? None of you were paying attention at this, or to what was behind this creature as well. There's a big radiant light thing. There's a lot of things going on. Uh, so nobody was really paying attention that kind of from the tree line that's relatively close off to uh, Donald's left, you saw a quick black blur sprint into the open. And what you see is that black blur that is shaped very kinkoo-like, very bird-like, he runs out of the tree line. It's Dave. We're saved. He, he runs out of the tree line with his brand new hand axe. And it's he huge. hurls it at the back of Donald Witherbranch. Uh, and he says, For my friend! <laughs> uh, and he's going to roll... A natural 20 from Bird to stick this axe in the back of Donald Witherfranch. Oh, Go, boy. Bill. Well done. He is split in half. He is not. <laughs> but he Me does actually take... He takes... Uh, oh, boy. Um, Three damage. See. He does not take a lot of damage. But the, the axe bounces off his back... And what you see Burb do is you're like, oh no, Burb has thrown his only weapon. And when he does, Burb reaches out a hand and he looks at you almost knowing that I just did that thing that I accidentally removed my other weapon with. And he like holds his just hand wait. open and the tomahawk comes flipping back to him. And he grabs it and it gets sucked back very God of War style. And he now holds the tomahawk again in his hand. And he yells, come on, friend! <laughs> From high above, you hear a very proud caca. <laughs> <laughs> yes, a very proud one. Uh, it is now Jack's turn. Okay. I don't know. Throw the bird. We're going off of a visual description. I don't know if this is the actual description, but the big box that we got from the captain's quarters of the ship, the really heavy one with the mm -hmm. big lock. Mm -hmm. You said the lock looked just like the ones that were on the doors. I'm going to take that lock out of my pocket and press it against this magical force wall. Okay. You, you'd you see the light from Sickening Radiance. That's true. Yeah, yeah you would have seen whenever that wall it. went away, uh, you would have seen... The wall went away? Yeah. Yes, that's the reason that we, everybody was bound... We were all bound up together. Um, so I'm assuming something was what broke, broke his concentration. But either way, I maintain that. The wall has gone away because you saw a fireball pass directly through where the wall once was. You also saw that light of sickening radiance that Zenus create. It was flat against the wall 
when the wall disappeared, the light was able to press out back towards Zenith. So it was reasonable to say that you could see that the wall is no longer there. Gotcha. Though okay. very smart move. So Jack doesn't do that. Either that or Jack assumes that it worked. <laughs> okay. Either way, last dagger pulled from his belt. Okay. He throws it. All right. 17. That will hit Boom. this dirty wizard. How dirty are we talking? No. He's clean, actually. He's dirty in an emotional state. I had to run that way, like, my full distance. Because he teleported 30 feet the other way, didn't he? He did. And I was 15 feet the other way. You were 20 feet away from him when he teleported. You're now 50 feet away. So you I was still... Fi- yeah, 20. You got range? Yeah, you can still make it. Even it's... if you move 30 feet, you can still got 20 feet on your dagger. Yeah. You hit him. You move. Okay. So right now, we'll say you're right over there and close to Grim. All right. 10 plus a d4. Is it 3? 13. <laughs> 13 plus 4 is 13. 17. Okay. How many? 17, you say? Yeah. All right. 17 daggers. <sighs> Whenever you... Um, <laughs> Whenever you toss this thing at him, uh, it doesn't. When it hits his skin, you like you. That was like a direct hit. Like you t- threw it right at him. It went like right into his arm, where his like he's moving around. You can see his sleeve come up. Your dagger went directly at his arm, and the velocity would have told you that should have gone in deeper. Mm. And it kind of doesn't look like it creates as much damage as one would expect on mm. his arm there. But it does do damage, correct? It does look like it does damage. It cuts open and, like, his blood begins to bleed very, almost black down his, his um, arm. And I'm tempted to say, you made me bleed my own blood. <laughs> but I'm not going to say that. He just, he sees the blood and he wipes it off with his finger and he turns to you. <laughs> um, it is now Grim's turn. If I have this speed again... Is that possible? You have what? If I have this speed again. Um, I don't think so. I think it'd just be a one-half situation. Okay. To, Can I, I don't think more of the toxin in this system is going to create create more slowness. But would it be possible with another effect? To do something that would rehab his speed where he couldn't move? Yeah. Okay. Um, also, I should mention that having a speed isn't permanent. I guess you may have assumed that. It's like yeah. he's not going to be slow forever. You, um, yeah, I mean, you haven't given it uh, yeah, time, give me so I, I was just assuming you'd be like, all right, it's up now. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you know. The time. Um, I guess if it's like a spell that has speed. I was just curious. I'm not doing that. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, I'm going to cast a third level uh, healing word. All right. And then uh, I'm going to be doing that as I go walk over to him. Okay. You're going to heal my villain? <laughs> I'm no, I'm healing me. Oh boy, uh, I got back 15 hit points. Man, we're an hour deep into this episode. We're gonna do it. We're gonna do it. Okay. Um, so yeah, I'm just gonna I'm gonna walk over to him and I'm gonna punch him up good times. As you walk walk toward me, he says, "Why don't y'all just give up?" Uh, will a 12 hit? No. Will a 25 hit? Yeah. Okay. Uh, 27. Death for your deer, some damage. Poopy. Okay. That's all I got. Okay. 
So he takes that punch, takes it like a champ. He turns back towards you and gives you a... He spits some of his saliva out towards you. He says, this ain't going to end well for y'all. Um, what you going to do with his turn now? Yama, yama. He is going to cast something on you, Grim. Oh, boy. I need you to roll yeah. a charisma saving throw. Oh, boy. Well, don't you know that's my first stat? Very charismatic, though. Oh, shoot. I got a 16. I'm sorry to say that is a fail. Okay. With a, with a blip that is very much similar to the blip that was that you felt whenever the two of you passed into another plane of existence, Grim blips away. He is no longer present. Um, you, you are native to this plane, so this is what happens to you. Uh, you are now in a harmless demi-plane. While there, you are incapacitated. The target remains there until the spell ends, at which point the target reappears in the space it left or in the nearest unoccupied space if that space is occupied. So, you have been banished for one minute. Or until his concentration is broken, which is reasonable that it should be broken rather soon. But, he looks at you and he says, goodbye, and you bloop, blip away. Blippy dippy. Um... Arlo, it is your turn now. Me and if Bird, anybody can this. break somebody's concentration, it's Arlo. <laughs> <laughs> Birds and animals. Look at this. <laughs> you ever seen me try to sell somebody something? Let me show you. <laughs> All right, it's your turn. It's my turn? Yep. Sweet. All right, I'm going with Old Reliable. I'm going to call that in to do the deck saving throw. Okay. I got it already cast, so I might as well use it. All right. Deck saving throw. Yep. And other than that, just continuing to circle up. An eight. No, no, sir. Yep. Take a made it eighteen of damage. All right. Take it. So I'm gonna have to roll to see if he maintains his concentration. <laughs> just slowly back away. <laughs> Ooh, he just barely maintains his concentration. So he's trying to keep mm. he's trying to keep Grim gone as he gets shocked by lightning, and he just. Barely, he's he looks up and he says, "Burr, let me focus now." <laughs> um, and so now it is Burb's turn, who is going to try to hurl that uh, that axe back at him again. Can he he's make constitution saves while concentrate? That's how concentration works. If he takes damage, he has to make a constitution save against a ten or half the damage that he took, whichever is higher. I mean, can he make a second constitution save? I'm, I'm talking about if I use my little wrist item thing, would he have to give up one to be able to do the other? Um, it's not an well, attack. He's yeah, not it doesn't damage. deal damage. All right. Although, if but he also, was turned yeah, if he, to stone... If he's turned to stone, I would imagine that would break his concentration. Well, I think that probably, but that's in like three or four layers of conditions. Yeah, there's a lot of layers there. If, we, if this happens, we will consider how to figure it out. It's uh, likely. Burb tosses his axe and it whiffs past him. Uh, Donald Witherbrand is able to move his old body away and the, the axe comes flying past and it lands right at your feet, Jack. But only before it begins to vibrate and gets sucked back to Burb's hand. He says, I like this thing! 
Um, so Graham is banished. Jack is still good. Yeah, Jack's yeah, all right. Okay, cool. Uh, I thought both of y'all got banished. It is no, now Jack's good. turn. He's banished. Does his little cloud of doo-doo vanish as well? I'm incapacitated, so probably. Yeah, it would, it, that is another way to break concentration. Then I'm going to run towards <laughs> Ronald, Donald. 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 You already killed Ronald. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go pee-pee. He okay. did. Ronald, Donald, Ronald. And I'm going to paralyze glove him. Okay, so you push the glove in his face and try to use it. And he says, what the heck is that? And he rolls a natural 20 against it. Okay. Dang. And he says, just without any sort of inclination that you're doing anything but showing him an eyeball and a piece of jewelry, <laughs> he says, what the heck is that? I'm a disengage. All right, you disengage and drop back. Yep. Um, oh, it's Grim's turn. Let's just hang out. I more just meant like since he's making a constitution save on something else wouldn't he be like basically reallocating his constitution towards that I don't have any rules for that I don't I that's mean, why I was yeah. just saying like um, you want to make if a it would have been a non 20 making it rather easy for him we probably could say that but it just seems like a 20 would just be like he just kind of shrug, shrug that off and he's able to maintain concentration on the bling or on the uh, banishment. Gotcha. But Grim, it is now your turn. I guess I should have. You are incapacitated, so I guess I shouldn't have waited for your turn. That's okay. Um. Also, now coming out of the woods, right behind Burb, is another Burb, a little dwarf or a big dwarf, and he's sprinting out with his two axes, and he's yelling, "You'll not, <laughs> you'll not destroy my new friends, nor the headquarters of our organization," and he has his axes in his hand and he sprints toward him but he's not going to make it in this turn. <laughs> it's a little anticlimactic no. there. It's like a good half mile away and he's like... Yeah. Uh, so, Donald is going to this time... Uh, goodness. He is going to cast some magic missile. Long flowing He is hair. going to send two magic missiles toward uh, this great eagle and one towards... I need to remember how many of these things. I don't want to do this wrong. Three for the first level, plus one every level after. Oh boy, he's going to cast more than one level. Josh, were you with me when we saw that lady with the really long arm here? Yes. It looked like a mane on a horse. That's disgusting. It was a bit disturbing. I like, shouldn't say flew. that. No, it's not. It's not just, if you got if you got offended by that, calm down. It's not just disgusting, you know. I'm not cutting it. I can't cut it. I said it, man. This is raw. I like, just don't prefer... Ladies with long mane-like arm hair. We're not talking like she had thick arm hair. I mean, like it's she braided. Had, it was like like it was groomed for this. Yeah, it it was intentionally very long. It was like like a foot. Oh how does that how does that happen? How do okay, you, it wasn't that long. It was like six inches long. But how still, you, like it was it was long. Either way, that man. That, the that longest just looks, I've got is an inch, and and, that, and you got to pull it. <laughs> I got to pull and stretch it. Yeah. So you know, like those dogs, like the Afghan dogs. Let's like just let's just yeah. Let's just leave it. Let's just leave the arm here conversation. We got a wizard to do stuff. We're going to revisit this in season uh, two. Magic missile. I don't have that one. One d four plus one force damage per missile. Automatic hit. Okay. One. Does that does damage change or just number of missiles? Number of missiles. Okay. He's going to cast it as a fifth level spell. So that's seven missiles. Seven missiles. And so he's going to send uh, five to the eagle and three to the jack. And you said one d four. 
1d4 plus 1, big papa. Plus Do one. I dodge? Okay. No, you don't. So you I'm going to roll. So it's just straight damage. Yep. Four. Ooh, eight. Ten. Thirteen plus four would be seventeen damage for you. And it's plus one each missile as well. Yeah, that's why, and that's why I added four to that damage score. The eagle is down. And then said, one, Hell. three. Oh, hmm? you have been hit a lot. Yeah, I've been hit. So the eagle is eight. No so eight damage to Jackalot. He says, "Will y'all just give me some space?" As he but fires you, off magic missiles. You at revert you. back to yeah. I am. I am back to Arlo's lovable squishy self, a hundred feet in the air. Yeah. How, <laughs> how, oh bother. <laughs> well, he is dead. Right, no, no, He's no, got no, one I'm, sprite dragon. No, please, master, no. Um, if I only I'm still, had I'm still cattle. like as Arlo. I've got full health, but outside of like a critter form, I'm squishy. So but we'll see what we're gonna got. take. Eight d six damage for that fall. Donald's I'm worried about that when I get there. Donald's gonna take the rest of his thirty feet of movement, and he is going to move towards the tree line to your left. To to his left, to y'all's right. Closer to the Duncan. Uh, Duncan, they came kind of from behind him, so they're kind of moving up behind him. Uh, they're not directly to his left. They would be probably 60 feet south of him and then moving up diagonally. So he's going to move kind of across and above them. And now, Arlo, it is your turn. All right. Um, As you rocket towards the earth. All right. <laughs> Hang on. Drop into a big bowl of water. Druid parachute. Watery sphere. All right. I'm cool. casting watery <laughs> sphere on me. I forgot I've got inspiration. Conjure a sphere nice. of water with a 10-foot radius. It's the 20-foot thing of water that I cast around the element. You're going to conjure it on yourself because that's going to end up be tra- traveling rather quickly. Yes. I'm going to conjure it around myself. The sphere can hover in the air but no more than 10 feet off ah, the ground. Ah, okay. There remains for the spell's duration. Any like saving throw to escape it. I don't want to escape it. No, I don't want so you are more than 10 feet off the ground, so one could say that you're casting it 10 feet off the ground. Uh, no, basically, what happens is like it just it drops and, until it like it lowers down to ten feet, and it stops ten feet over the ground. That's fine. Yeah, that's fine. Cool. Yeah. Okay. But I think that's like cool. it stops. It still it's ten feet up. I'm gonna so. give you some inspiration for the use of that spell. I like the way that looks. <laughs> so as on your way right. down, you cast <laughs> water orb, <laughs> just a big ball of water. Um, as Sorry. you Sorry. as you it hovers over the ground and then you as it hits the ground you like swish to the bottom of the water but you don't go all the way out because you're small and not very heavy so you are now inside some water in, in which you can position. swim if you would like all right um, and Donald as you're doing that he does say like I got that is pretty impressive I ain't gonna lie about that hey <laughs> um I will I will ooh, what will I I can move it 30 feet. Does falling count as moving? I feel like we're getting pretty liberal with this. I feel like for it to fall like, and hit the 10-foot mark, it seems pretty reasonable. I cast it, and it's like it just dropped in place. Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess that, that makes sense. I'm with that interpretation. So, yeah, sure, you can slide around 30 feet. Okay. I'm still holding my breath, but I'm moving towards where Ronald went. Monkey ball. <laughs> we're playing super monkey ball, boys. Yeah. Uh, okay, so you move your... 30 feet. I would imagine you are kind of flying over Grim and Jack at this point, kind of towards where he was started at, or Grim used to be. 
Um, so he's not there. We'll say you're 60 feet behind him at this point, putting you 30 feet behind him now that you move your water bomb. Okay. I got closer. Okay. Yep. How long does that 10 feet last? The extra 10 oh, feet of movement. What, huh? what did he do? Did he oh. dash to move? He just ran. Because it's so been like 20 minutes since you got So wouldn't it it's only like be 15? an hour or something? Like yeah, that. it would. Sorry, you're 15 feet behind him. My apologies. His, okay. his movement speed has been halved. Just trying to use what I've got. Because my natural or low speed is less than the speed of the ball, so I'm just trying to get there. <laughs> Long stride over take of duration of one hour. One hour. So I probably got like another 40 minutes of it. Okay. All right. So we're good to go? <sighs> we're good. All right. The water, some of the water drips ominously off the bottom of your, off the bottom of your sphere as you move towards him. You're 15 feet behind Donald as he approaches <laughs> the tree line. one ominously drip? I got to say... <laughs> Me, I have, I have never ominously dripped, and this is the first time I've actually dropped to zero hit points. I ominously dripped all the time. Uh, Wait, you, I'm sorry. You're out of hit points? No, I'm, I'm at 100. I'm, I'm at like 100%, but yeah. the eagle dropped to nothing. Yeah. So I just reverted. Yeah. You're not dead, though. No. So that's apparently how yeah. it works. Apparently his, he yeah, gets extra life on top of that yeah. eagle. Druids be tanky. Or, yeah, druids be tanky, homies. <laughs> Turn into a bear, take that damage, and move on. All right, let's, hang, let's handle what? this fight. When the bear is dead, turn into another bear. Burb is going to try his best to get bear. closer to this wizard with all the bravery he can muster. He's dashing. So he's now about 30 feet south of this wizard, um, and that's all that's going to be happening Are you for him. It might help to assign Burb a class. I didn't think about that until now. Yeah, he doesn't have a whole lot going for him. And also, he hasn't done quite enough to really, like learn too much like he can throw that that thing he's like yeah. still doing kinku stuff but depending on how long he survives and stuff we'll make we'll try to class him up or something he's gonna survive seven seasons <laughs> seven seasons let's get when we're old and gray alright um duty brown it is now Jack's turn break this concentration bring Grim back into the I'm gonna take out my bow and arrow nice and aim bow. It at his nose Ooh. okay it would be the back of his head but sure. I'm, I know where his nose is. Yeah, <laughs> I'm still <laughs> aiming for it. Yeah, okay. If I can hit it, right, we've done good. Go around, go around the side. That will be a 20, not natural. Wow, that'll hit. Okay. Do some serious dookie to him. That's a d6? Yes. For the, for the bow. Some serious dookie with that d6. That's, that's two ones. Oh, my man. That's three ones. <laughs> what? That's two. Oh, boy. So that's uh, five plus four. I'm not gonna. Do He's nine. nine. Okay, so you do damage, um, whichever's more. So it's a ten. Crit fail. As oh, soon as you hey. hit him with that arrow, Ooh. he stumbles and, and I hit the nose. <laughs> and, and Grim, yeah, and Grim blinks back into existence. Where, where is he? <laughs> Where's the drugs? <laughs> um, I whistle the arrow past, and one of the feathers goes up his nose, <gasps> and he sneezes and loses concentration. Yeah. All right. That cool. was really bad. I got four ones. <laughs> no, three and a two. Yeah. But you did break his concentration. Good job, everybody. Yay. Uh, so it is now Grim's turn. You're back. You're How far 40 is he from me? five feet away at this point. Welcome home. All right, I'm going to... Grim, what did your disappearing spell do? It wasn't mine. I'm gonna oh. run <laughs> run up to him, uh, the whole thirty feet that I can, and I'm going to okay. cast uh, 
Toll the dead. Toll the dead. Toll mm. them up. So what is it? Is it? Is it? Is it? Is it I was afraid of his constitution or wisdom. Tell me. Mm. I thought it was wisdom. But <laughs> it is wisdom. Mm. Okay, boss. It is wisdom. Ooh boy, he rolled a twenty-five. Oh, he's safe. <laughs> he all right. Says there's those blasted bells again. As he continues to rocket towards the thing, Duncan as well is going to, as he dashed towards him, he is going to now dash back, and he's right next to Burb. Duncan and Burb are hanging out together next to each other, and they're directly about 30 feet south of their enemy. Um, Donald is going to um, do a thing. He is going to cast another spell. This spell... I will read finally. So what it looked like when he missed his step before, he's going to look like that again. Boop. He blinks away, and then at this now at this point, he is... You don't see him anymore. He is... Uh, well, you can see the evidence of him moving through the trees at this point. He has blinked himself into the trees. Tree man. And that will be the end no, hold on. <laughs> Alright. I hear a faint again. sulfury scent into the air. Does Grim smell sulfur? No, it's just Misty Step again. I thought I was going to do something else, but it's just Misty oh. Step. He does, um, who's closest behind him? I am. I'm 15 feet, we're both 15, 15 feet, feet, yeah. yeah. We're, we're neck and neck. Uh, unhappy that you came back out of that thing and knowing that one of these <laughs> the enemies he's looking at is encased in water another fireball comes out through the forest um, and we're going to need you to roll the no, a, you roll. I roll yeah I roll the attack don't I no. so many spells is there any sort of cover from the trees uh, he's got direct line of sight on you. The trees are pretty thin where he went in, but they're a little bit thicker where he's at, so he's looking at you. Uh, you're not covered, but once you get in there, you would be if you're following him. Whoop! Oh, boy. He rolled a 20 save to heat. I will roll the damage. Four. Five. And eight. Thirteen. Thirteen damage from the firebolt. Um, Shrugging it off and keeping track. Nice. Uh, it is now Arlo's turn in the water ball. I am Old going hamster to. Man. Yeah, I am going to dismiss the water sphere. <laughs> yeah. I should wait a minute now. I cast breathe. Hmm. I cast breathe on myself. <laughs> Also, good job, everybody. I'm enjoying this combat session. Hope you guys are getting there. Yeah. All right. we're, almost there. we're almost there. He's I running believe. away from us. What you doing, man? I'm going to drop out the bottom of Le Watre Sphere, and I'm going to send it his way. Because he's, how far away is he from us? 45. Yeah, he's now 45 feet. Yeah. So I just, I just dismiss the old water the feet. Okay, so the water sphere, it fizzles out of existence, and some of the water hits the ground and washes away. You know what? I'm going to do it. I still got one of those uh, elemental little pill things. Nice. I'm going to take it. Cool. I'm awesome. going to eat that thing. Okay, so you... What does that do? 
you take the tablet that you pulled off of a mage. Um, it expired three days ago. You die. <laughs> no, you don't die. <laughs> you eat this blue tablet and you feel very strange. Tastes like old milk. Moments ago, you were inside of a swirling sphere of sphere of water, but swirling now you can fear. feel that swirling sphere of water inside you, and it's growing. Mm. It's growing to the point where you look down, and your limbs are now made out of water, yet they still move the way that you would expect them to, and then you begin to grow in size to the point where you're eventually a 15 foot tall piece of water <laughs> nice uh, you are now uh, you have grown to great size as you press you press your movement and you are a big old water elemental okay alright I guess would that be my action it would have been funny if he kept the big ball of water and had done that because then you would have been like a big elemental with like a beer gut <laughs> <laughs> alright that would have been pretty cool <laughs> get in my belly all right, so I would look up this. I don't know if you have the stats for a water elemental. I got oh, right you here. Do? Okay, cool. Because I, I can summon yeah. some elementals, but that ain't one of them. Gotcha. So, but I had it crossed out. But I can read through use it. them stats. Uh, so that's gonna be your action, though. I, I would yeah, say. I'm just gonna use my movement speed just to get closer. It's got okay. a thirty feet on land, ninety foot on water. Okay, cool. So you're cool. fifteen feet away from this from this man who's in the trees but your vision is fairly obscured because you're now your head is like in all the leaves of the trees at this point all right you could have floated around on the ball of water as well psychonaut style mm. play it it's worth it uh it is now verb's turn who says whoa Arlo! that's cool <laughs> as he runs up behind you uh to stand at your feet ready to attack anything that comes at you Cool. Um, right. It is now Jack's turn. Who behind you have just seen Arlo turn into a giant wall of water next to Grim. So yeah, Burb is right there beside you, Grim, as well. He gives you a, he gives you a touch on the leg. He said, "Come on, Flint." And Donald is in the forest. Donald Donald's is in, in the, the woods. Okay. I don't, I don't really want to fight him. I mean, this, we just wanted him to leave. He's leaving. <laughs> Well, you do what you want, man. You do, Jack. I mean, you have, there's, there's still walls around this area. What do you mean? Like, this whole area you're in is still walled in the city. All right, true. For Arlo, like, he, he's already, like, threatened all the people of this city, so... Yeah, he did some threatening. I'm yeah. gonna follow. He also got that nasty southern voice, which, which betrays evil in every step. I'll tell you, um, it sure does. He's <laughs> <laughs> so such a gentleman. Doing? Huh? I'm a follower. Okay, you can see him in the trees. He's not like. This okay, can I shoot him then? Yeah, you should have. I'm gonna shoot him. <laughs> okay, cool. That's a twenty-two. Twenty-two. That'll definitely hit. Good job. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so that's twelve three. plus three is fifteen. 19 plus 4. Yeah. Nice. My man takes some damage. He's not looking as good as he did when he first started. He's bleeding in several spots, not as many as you'd expect, but he's bleeding and he calls out like, You guys are a little bit tougher than I expected. Maybe I ought have brought back up. <clears throat> you can hear him from muffled in the forest. Grim, your turn. I'm going to walk forward my up. full 30 feet of movement and I'm going to I'm going to use my bonus action today. Okay. Okay, and sure. keep getting closer. Gotcha. So you want to meet up with these fellas? Yeah. Cool. You're, you're probably up there with Grim at this point. Okay. 15 feet from him. With your dash? You're with Arlo. 
I was I was in the middle where he started. Oh, where you shot from just now? I thought yeah. you were closer than that. I ran 30 feet towards him, and now I just dashed. Okay, so, so 90 I'm, feet. I'm 60 feet forward from where he origin like he appeared. We'll call you at the tree line. Okay. Arlo is. We'll call him 30 feet in the tree line. Grim's 45 feet into the tree line, chasing this fella down. Okay. I guess. Okay. Uh, dexterity saving throw. Yes, sir. Take your flame. Ooh, he rolled a 15. Uh, he succeeds. All right. I need a teeth pick. Half damage? Nope. Oh, dang. These are, these are cantrips or poop. So the, <laughs> the fire comes down, and he's able to step aside, and he says, You're using some weak magic, boy! Yeah. Uh... Duncan is going to sprint up there towards you as well, and he is going to, um, at this point, he is, I think has enough movement speed to get up there towards him. He's going to try to chop at this wizard. He's going to take both of his axes, which he has the ability to use. He's going full berserk at this point, and he's going to take advantage on his weapon attack rolls during his turn, but rolls against him will have advantage until the start of his next turn. So he's going to hit with one axe, and he's going to hit with that second axe, boys and girls. Two axes. Duncan is going to get him some. We're going to call these axes over here some damage. We're going to roll some damage. Four, two, twelve. He does twelve damage to this boy. Do you have to work tonight, Bryce? Huh? No. Nice. I told him to take me off the schedule. So he goes. He the as uh, Donald is trying to head behind some behind a tree or something. He runs directly forward towards him and chops at him twice with his axes, connecting with both in the man's abdomen. He says, "Oh, you little dwarf! You got nothing on me!" And as he says that, he fires another big bad lightning bolt directly through everybody a hundred feet behind him, all in the straight it's his turn. Line. It's his turn. Yeah, after Duncan. Um, he fires a lightning bolt. All of you are chasing him into the forest. He got you in a line. I'm going to read lightning bolt again real quick. Um, it is six dex save, 100 feet, 5 feet wide. Yeah, everybody roll a dexterity saving throw for me, folks. You know what? We use an inspiration. <laughs> it didn't matter. Duncan's actually going to... Oh, is going to succeed, actually. That's an unnatural 20. A whole 8. I'm a giant wall of water. All right, unnatural water. twenty, Jack. You succeed. You Eight. do not succeed. I fail. Grim does not succeed, and he's casting that spell um, as a sixth level spell. So it's half damage. You do take half damage. Nice. Um, so he's going to add three d six to that damage. So things are about to get rough. I'm going to roll. Somebody help me count these off. I think I'm just going to roll on the end. Sometimes this is a little bit quicker. That's good. Yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Easier to keep track of, that's for sure. So it's, to begin with, it is how many d6? It is 8d6 plus 3, so we're going to do 11d6 damage. Forty-three damage total. Grim is down. I take okay. some of that. You're gonna take 
that full 43 damage as an elemental. Um, I don't know if you have any resistances or whatever. Not that. So half 43, is that going to be 22 or 21? That's going to be 21. 21. So Uncanny dodge. That's going to be 9. No, 10. 10. Burb is also down. Burb gets hit with this lightning bolt, and he immediately gets hit with the lightning bolt and falls down to the ground right next or right behind Grim, who has fallen down incapacitated. Um, I don't know how everybody else is doing, but that is what's occurred. He's in the trees now. I'm pissed. This is Jack's okay. territory. It is Arlo's turn. All right. That's true. <laughs> you can sneak him. You made a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> You in my neighborhood now. Alright, um, I am going to surge forward and I'm going to I make a multi-attack. I'm doing I two really want to. Yeah. I'm doing two mighty slams. Nice. So you root move up to him and try to slam down on him. Yeah, just like a big old giant wall of water. Okay. Right. Sploosh sploosh. It's a fifteen plus seven, twenty-two? Yeah. Sploosh sploosh mother. And eighteen plus seven, that going. Those will both hit? All right, so both of them... Big, bad splooshing. <laughs> both of them do two... Let's see, it's 2d8 plus four. And these are magical things. It is magical. So that's a seven and a two, so nine plus four, 13, and then eight and five, so 13 plus another four, 17. So 13 and 17, 30? 30, 30. nice. Nice hit. Big hits, baby. 30, 30. That one hurt him. Two big water smashes. He is soaking wet at this point. And he says, Oh, y'all done made me mad. Uh, and he said, But don't worry, I'm going to get you. Um, and that's what he says. Uh, Burb is going to roll a quick death saving throw. He's And he fails one. Burb <coughs> coughs up a little bit, but he doesn't you know, rise up. He's in my space. He is in your space. All right. He has to... Uh, Were you on top of him or are you hitting him? Yeah, I'm like, I'm all up in his you're, in his grill. So you're standing on him. I can go in his space and stop. Okay, gotcha. So you're going to move into his space after those smashes. Sounds good to me. Just right. like your character. Correct, yeah. Must make a DC 15 strength saving throw. Okay, boss. He rolled 18. Okay, so he's nope. good. Yep, he rolled 18. So he just gets pushed out of the way. Well, Okay, so he gets pushed out of you. So as like a big wall of water moves into him, he just gets pushed backwards. Yeah, he just like sloshes backwards. Okay, you don't got me wet, and I don't like it. Do health potions work on unconscious people? I think we've done that. Yeah, before. we've had people pour them in someone's mouth. I think before. Okay, drink it. Which it is now Burb's turn. To roll that death saving throw. Jack, it's your turn. Um, who am I gonna come across first on my way following? You would come across Donald? Burb first, or directly beyond him, you would come across Grim. Okay, I pass Burb first. I'm gonna dump a bottle of health juice in him. Okay, Burb, uh, roll some healing for Burb. Oh, that's forty-four plus four. Oh, I dropped that, but it went into the pocket, so it was sideways. A health potion says cheer wine on the side. <laughs> So, six, seven, eleven. Nice. Seven, eleven. Thank you. Okay. Burb. <laughs> Thank you, friend. Oh, I hate dying. Don't we all, Burb? 
<laughs> I'm gonna um, hand him a second health potion and Burb, give this to Grim. I'm gonna continue on after Donald. Yes, sir. Sneeze. Good. <laughs> Good. Yeah. All right. What next? He's in the forest. Uh, just keep. Uh, how far is he? Do I still see Donald? Uh, yeah. You can see he's got eyes on him. Okay. He's beyond the elemental leg. Okay. How far is he? From you, uh, from Burb. At this point, I think we'd say he was. If it's Grim, was 15 feet from him, like 30 feet, I guess. Okay. I move 10 to get the bird or whatever. So I'm yeah. going to move 20 in and use my bonus action to hide. Nice. Behind a tree. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Roll for that. Oh, yeah. I have to do that, don't <laughs> I? That's a... It's a pretty high roll, <laughs> but I'm thinking about using a luck point instead. Where is it? Just tell me what your base rolled. I can't. Okay. I have a plus ten to it. I rolled a five. I got fifteen. You're but you good, can't. Nico. You can't tell me that. Okay. You're good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm hidden, and that's it. I can't do anything else. Okay, you're hidden. As you hide, you can hear Donald Witherbranch. His breathing is labored. Uh, he is feeling pretty rough at this point. He says, "Y'all done walled me out." No matter what happens in these hill woods, you'll never stop the council. They'll avenge me if you take me down, so you might as well just let me take you now. Make it easy. Uh, it is now going to be... I was going to make My it turn. easy on him. I was turn. Yeah. sink him to the bottom of a... <gasps> I succeed. Okay, interdimensional ocean. Yeah, it is now Duncan's turn. Duncan is going to move directly backwards from uh, Donald Wither Branch and move to Grimm's... Uh, lifeless corpse. And he is going to take out a big old mayor-sized health potion. <laughs> he says, I, he says, Grim, I think you're worthy of this. I keep it for just such occasions. He pops the cork on this big old bad health potion. And he pops it in your mouth and helps you drink some of By it. By bad, you mean expired? Good. It's good. It's good. <laughs> vintage. <laughs> By expired, you mean vintage. <laughs> it's well fermented. It's like a health potion with a handle on it. Your arms and legs are like three times the size they should be. <laughs> you take 25 points of health. Heck. It's right. a big old good it? heal. Yeah, stabilize character. So, I just lost a health potion then. You did. Oh, no. Oh, 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 <laughs> As he oh. grabs your hand and pulls you to your feet, he says, Come on, Grim, you can't die on me yet. Oh, excuse me. Come on, Grim, well, you can't die on me yet. We've got a wizard to kill. And better yet, he's from the High Council. He'll be a good one to put on our wall. Very true, thank you. You're very welcome. Let's get the bastard. Uh, and he turns around to move towards um, Donald. Uh, it is now Donald's turn. What Donald will do now is he is going to... He's plotting something evil. He is going to do something called Time Stop. <coughs> well, darn. Well, that sounds like fun. He's yeah. level 17. He's a big boy. At least. At least, yeah. At yeah, least. we got this. We got this. He's a big boy. Uh, he briefly Agreed. stops the flow of time for everyone but himself. No time passes for the rest of you. 
He's going to take one D4's worth, one D4 plus one turns in a row, during which he can use actions and move as normal. The spell ends if one of the actions he uses during the period, uh, or any effects that he creates during the period, affects a creature other than him or an object being worn or carried by someone other than him. In addition, the spell ends if he moves to a place more than a thousand feet from the location where he cast it. He gets five turns. He is going to move. He's going to use movement speed. He is going to move away from you all. He is going to take 15, 30, 45, uh, 60 feet worth of movement. And then the last thing he is going to do is he is going to... Cast another firebolt, but this time he's casting it towards Duncan, the mayor of this dirty city. Dirty, dirty. He's gonna hit Duncan, the mayor of this dirty city. Wait, don't I go before him? You were incapacitated. You rolled your save. Duncan brought you up. Duncan goes after me. Yeah. Okay. Right before Donald. Four. Ten. He's going to take 18 damage. So as he's saying this to you and he's about to turn around, he immediately turns, like, the time has stopped, so he immediately turns around into a firebolt that just explodes on his chest. Sorry. If only we had a mare-sized health potion. He says, (laughs) Oh, that one hurt, but it doesn't matter. He's not long for the world, eh, Grim? As he continues to like try to stumble forward. It's like a health potion. looks like one of those little anti-mama bottles that's actually shaped like Duncan. <laughs> yeah. Alright, so he is now 60 feet away from everybody. From where he was. I bet he is. Um, it is now Arlo, your turn. I'm dashing. Okay, As just straight always. forward. Uh, yeah, I got 80 feet. Alright, so, so 60 feet from there... You are going to your head. Your vision is kind of obscured, so he's kind of like trying to stay away from you. Um, so roll perception once you run that sixty feet. Perception. Yeah. Good see if you see this boy. What's this perception? Be a wisdom, intelligence. Wisdom, but he's looking for modifiers. Wisdom. Yeah. yeah. It would just be your wisdom modifier. Yeah, but I would use my wisdom though, right? I don't know. I you gave you this, it, so, um, so I would say, yeah, you're you you uh, have the mind of yourself. Okay. So with that, we're getting there, boys. Hang in there. Tired, this is a long sorry. episode. We're getting there. Ten. I was trying to stare you down. Ten. There's too much air moving. <laughs> okay, you do not see his full form, but you see a general area where it looks like he may be moving. Okay. I'm just going straight to that area and stopping right on top of his fine self. Okay. Cool. Oh. Did you catch up to him? That's why yeah, he's he's nearby. You don't see exact, so you don't know exactly where to put your feet to hit him. I ain't got no feet. I'm a river. Ain't got no water. Ain't got no uh, no bed. <laughs> ain't got no river. water. <laughs> so are you like a what's what's carrying you? Not feet. It's just it's basically like a an animated a wave. Okay. It is just a wave that moves across the landscape. Okay. So yeah, I'll roll a strength <coughs> saving throw. You collide with him. Cool. He rolled. 14. That's uh, 15. Nice. 2d8 plus 4 bludgeoning and is restrained. This grappled. Grappled. Alright. So he's stuck in that water. If it is larger or smaller, it is grappled. He's been waved. Man, he really he blew it wolfing. on that ninth level spell slot. He's yeah. a Until the grapple ends, the target is restrained and unable to breathe unless it can breathe water. 
save and throw a successful target is pushed out of the elemental space elemental can grapple one large creature or two medium small creatures at a time yeah at the start of the elemental's turn each target grappled takes 2d8 plus 4 damage okay there you go cool so roll that damage it is a 3 and a 7 so that's a 10 plus 4 is a 14 alright did you add in your plus 10 movement speed to that giant movement speed I only needed 60 though He's 70 for me. So. All right. Basically, I didn't even attack. I just got there and I stopped in his space. Yeah. So I didn't do the slam attack. Or you can like hear that. gurgling from under the water. Go kill my brother. Gurgling. So like <laughs> a, a wave can't can't roar or like make frustrated sounds, but I imagine it sounds like just like a rushing river or something, like okay. rapids almost. Sure. Yeah. Um. It is now Bird's turn, who is going to move to Grim and say, uh, Jack told me to give this to you. And he hands you a health potion. Come in. He pops it and pours it. I mean, he uses okay. his action to give it to you. Yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> you, you roll? Uh, uh, yeah, I, sorry, for that healing. Or it was 44, 44 plus, four. plus 4. So that's 48. 4? Oh. Eight. 9? That would bring me back straight up to full health. Uh, I'm going to give you that 2 that I accidentally like rolled. 11, 15 damage. Fif- nope, 15 undamage. Hold <laughs> on, Where did you get Reverse this? damage. That used to... No! Yeah, he damaged himself. <laughs> I hate this. Okay, with that back, said, back, it is Jack's back, turn. Or, wait, how much was it? 14. 14. 15. 15. 15? 15. Okay, so yeah, okay, I'm good. Yeah, good. Jack's turn. My yeah. turn? Yep. Okay, he's 70 feet from me now. Because he was 10 feet away, and now he's 60 what? feet run past that point where he was before. So now I'm going to... Yeah, you, is it, you is it a bonus action to drink a potion? Or an action? Uh, it's an action. Okay. So I'm going to run 30 feet, bonus action dash, and drink my potion as my action. Okay. And I'm 10 feet away from this man who You're is trapped in a You're 10 feet beyond him. 10 feet beyond right. him. You no. said he was 70 feet away from you, so you just ran 90 feet. No. He ran 60 feet. 60. 60. He uh, ran and dashed. Sorry, your bonus action dash adds 30 feet, not 60. I'm yeah, sorry. Correct. Okay. I've been calculating double dashes 60 feet this whole time. That's fine. That's cool. why I've been totally mixed mixed up where I was. Okay, so you are 20 feet you know, away from this person still hiding in the trees or still on the tree line or right behind them? I'm... I mean, I'm, I can't hide because I used up everything getting the potion in me and all. Yeah. So I'm just 20 feet away, standing there in the in the trees. Okay. I mean, he might not be able to see me, but I'm not intentionally hiding. Gotcha. He ain't going nowhere right this second. Correct. Okay. And I take two, three, four. So, oh, I got a one, two, three, and four. <laughs> That's ten plus four. Fourteen. Cool. Fourteen. It is Grim's turn now. Okay, you just made that noise. <laughs> um, what am I gonna do? What was that? I had a plan. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna move forward thirty feet. Should I know? Up to you. No, I'm gonna dash to him. I'm gonna move my CCP up there. Dashing. Okay. And then, and then I'm gonna use a uh, bonus action to do something. Okay. What, what all bonus actions do I have? You can swing at him with that hammer. No, I don't have that. Oh, 
Uh, well, I do, but I'm, I'm at a spell slot for that. I'm going to use a healing word. Okay. On myself, just to just to give me a little bit more of a boost. Cool. I don't know how that work? Uh, I get four HP. Donald Wither Ranch is not looking very good. He's drowning. He underestimated your team. It would seem. Good for him. I thought you said underestimated. Yes, underestimated. he did. He underestimated. We're getting tired, folks. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's it's yeah. 11.20 now we, for you folks back home. And we started at 5. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, about 4.30, really. Yeah. Okay, so, Grim, you're good to go there. It is now Duncan's turn. He is also going to sprint his way up there, shouting his, his mayorly self, Here I come! As he hobbles that way, all injured and whatnot. Uh, and then it will be Donald's turn, who is going to use Old Faithful and just try to fire a, a abrupt 8th level lightning bolt through this water thing that's even though he's crushing grapple? him. He can still attack during the grapple, I believe. Hold up, though. Can he speak? He cannot. Are you talking about like spell requirements? Yeah. We've never. I don't think we've ever used any sort of requirements for spells, have we? Limited him. I do. Speaking for his animals. Yeah, because when I'm in wild shape, I can't cast anything that requires speech. That's why I did the eagle, because it had a language. Right, I feel like it's a little bit different than, like, shooting a laser from your hands. Mm-hmm. Um, Does that be you? I don't know. Target is restrained and unable to He can do a cantrip. Cantrips don't require a voice part, right? Yeah, and it honestly, I don't... We've always played it as they don't require verbal or material components, so it don't yeah. matter. Um, I just don't want to die again. Right. Well, he's not shooting it straight out at this point. He's just trying to... He's, like, gurgling underneath the wall of this water. He's just going to fire the lightning bolt straight up. He's going to fire it straight up through Josh, I think. I think it's reasonable to say that he could probably still fire his lightning bolt if we not ever use the verbal component. It makes a little bit more sense that Josh would be able to cast spells as an animal because you're already, like, within one spell. So he's going to fire that lightning bolt directly up. Eight level. Uh, so I guess still make a dexterity saving throw, Josh. As a giant wall of water, whatever. He's that inside me, like. so it's not like I'm going to dodge him. Yeah, I want to give you a disadvantage on that dexterity saving throw. I don't even know how that's gonna work. Just open your mouth. Ah. Yeah, open something. <laughs> uh, I don't know what part of 16. me this is. Um, that will. Or a twenty-one. <laughs> uh, Relax 16. your sphincter. Yeah, the, that will not save, sadly. So, eighth level. How pure is this water elemental's water? <laughs> it's just a hundred percent water. With some electrolytes. That's Come on, non because the more pure, really the less conductive. You want it to be less conductive. Water is conductive. Water is non So it could just flow What's straight conductive through. What's conductive in water? The stuff floating around in water, like salt and stuff like that. You. Ah. You're supposed to know these things. I don't know if we're going to judge the, like the, the chemical makeup like of the water. That seems beyond me. <laughs> 44 damage to the elemental. <laughs> Steam erupts off the elemental as a blue blast of lightning shoots out and through him. Uh, and you can hear the gurgling. Does does he have to continue gurgling like on his turn like or something? In a thunderstorm, I wouldn't want continue to be the most gurgling. Thing like, is now. there like a health thing, or is he losing power? Or he's anything? still restrained. I right, he's restrained. 
Um, but yeah. I just mean, like, is it like a, on worse, his turn sure, he takes more damage, or is that going to be later? Well, my turn, he takes damage. Okay. Yeah. All right, it is now your turn. So roll that damage. He's going to take some of that damage. 2d8 plus 4. 3. 1. So 4 plus 4, 8. We Can you, like, internally him. slap him? Probably. Well, I think that's what he's doing right now. Yeah, he slapping looks his lungs really, really bad. Also, drowning. this is, like... 12 seconds. What is drowning damage? Also, I don't think it's an action yeah. for you to do that. I feel like you could still smash him. Really? I feel like. Yeah, that's just that should just be a thing that happens. Punch you yourself. kind of like clinch. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I mean, he's, I was under the impression he's like just swirling around inside this water. In Elemental, it had like arms in that jar. An Elemental is a living element. Right. It is yeah. an element that has attained consciousness. So you're saying your bottom half is like a wave, your top half has arms. Well, it can take any form. Okay. Yeah. Like in the book I'm currently on, they use water elementals to like push their boats along. It's just like a wave that like comes up behind the boat and pushes it along. Okay. It will now be time for Josh to make his. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, it just isn't at the start, so it's completely. Yeah, it's within your right to smash him, I believe, and I think you ought to, based on how he looks in there. Nice. I'm gonna do it. So yeah. it's. Uh, you want me to look it up, Josh? Yeah, Unless you botch this real bad, this might be the killing blow on Donald Witherbranch. Bum, bum, bum. Alright, so it's a double attack. It's a plus seven to hit, so let's see what we're going to do with this bad boy. That's a two. That one is just a goof up. It's got arms of a sort. Okay. Yeah. They, they all look really cool to me. Page before <laughs> that. You are. That's a 18 plus. Uh, that will hit, Josh. Alright, so we're counting as a two of them. Yep. So one Wait. of them hits. Yeah, one of them hits. All right, 2d8 plus 4. 7 and a 6, so that's 13 plus 4 is 17. You smash him and he has, you smash him and he like goes pretty much limp, but he's still barely struggling. So you kill my brother. You kill my brother. He's using up his air. Yeah. So I just to to be clear, I'm not trying to like kill him. I am trying to like incapacitate him. So like when it comes, like probably a, stop drowning him. Yeah. Sounds like a bad idea. Uh, when when he when he stops, man. I'll I'll let him go. Okay, uh, Duncan's not. It's Burb's turn. Burb is he's sticking back. Burb Duncan's has had enough. He's died enough. Turn? It is Jack's turn. I we're, can't hit him. We're all like right there. I'm gonna hide. He's floating around in that water. He looks almost with. He's within an inch of his life at this point. Yeah. Never know what can happen. I'm gonna hide. Okay. Cool. Uh, Grim, it's your turn. Could I reach him in the water? Sure. You could jump in there, try to pull into Josh's torso, body. Actually, well, it does say yeah, a creature within, within five, five feet. feet can, you can pull him out. Yeah. You're within. You can get within five feet. Okay. I don't want to pull him out per se. So do I just like roll to hit? DC 14. You're going to try to punch him out. in there? I want to try to... Well, I do want to try to grab him. Okay, so you want... So, you, so however you want that He's not moving very much. I think you can grab him. Okay. I do want to hurt him, though. I, I will say, I if you want to, like, pull him out of the water, I'll, I'll let you pull him out. Okay. I don't think this is going to take much. Give him to me. I want to I want to grab his head and just necrotic his head. Okay, roll something for that. Roll a... That sounds roll, like a killing. Roll an attack. I'm trying to kill him. Yeah. Nat twenty. 
Alright, yep. So, so we're gonna go ahead and call it. He's gonna die, so I gotta say something. Uh, so you grab his head, and you pull him out of the swirling thing of, of water. Um, and you pull him out, and all he has left to say is, You you killed my brother! You killed my brother! You will die! The chance you will hear of this! Even though my pride led to my death, they will avenge me! As you squeeze him, um, and his head begins to like melt underneath you, uh, underneath your hand. I want to pull his corpse out and then rifle through it. <laughs> Desecrate it. It's like grabbing by the hair and pulling him out. So when you grab him and you pull him out, he hits the ground, and everybody's out of combat. Everybody has a chance to gather around. Arlo, your transformation is actually wearing a little bit thin at this point. It feels like you're you're about to, you know drop back down and you feel like the power is giving you a choice to come back down to get making that aware. You, you can choose to come out of this if you'd like. Okay. Um, but Grim pulls the, uh, the body of Donald Witherbranch, the, the, not the B-Beg by any st- stretch of the imagination, but an extremely powerful wizard, the most powerful being that you have you know, encountered uh, so far. He pulls him out and He's drops him on go. the ground. And as soon as you do, as the life leaves his body, um, his skin begins to melt off of him. Uh, his skin and his body begins to melt off and disappear and almost fade away Thanos style with the snap. It begins to like flake off. And all that's left after a few seconds of this flaking off is the kind of veiny skeletal structure left behind of of this black planium that you of what substance you now know is planium that was coursing through his veins. So it's not a skeleton that is laying on the ground, but it's a, a sculpture produced by the veins in his body that the only thing left is what was filling them. So hmm. he doesn't like a skeleton. It looks like a... That's a, a cool visual. Yeah, a circulatory st- system is laying there on the ground. That's crazy. And I'm a little bit freaked out uh, by that. But that does anything cool. happen when I touch the planium? Where I'm getting there. Okay. Yeah. Um, so after a brief second, as you're thinking, does anything happen when I touch this and you touch it, you feel an extreme amount of power surge through this material, uh, and it doesn't feel good. It feels like something is, is wrong, something, something abominable uh, is, has occurred within this thing. And as you touch it, the whole thing <laughs> explodes into an extreme cloud of that same gray smoke that you all experienced blinking through the through the you know place between planes or whatever where Justine was traveling um, in a great gray cloud of smoke you can't see it because you're consumed in this cloud uh, you can't see that this is happening but if you were to take an aerial view this whole little forest inside the the um, the gates or inside the walls of Buckland is just pushing out a giant gray dust cloud explosion coming through the trees and coming up out of the leaves of the trees. And as the thing, as the cloud consumes you, you can all feel this almost ungodly power coursing through your veins. And it's not something that you feel like you can control, but it feels like it's something that you can push and move as it passes through you. Um, it cons- this, this gray stuff consumes everything in sight. And while you're inside this cloud, this will be the way we leave season one with these words. Um, inside the cloud, uh, you hear several muffled voices. If you were to count them, it sounds like it could be anywhere from six to twelve voices. 
um, and they're all muffled, and you can't really make out specifically what any of them are saying except for two. The first voice you hear is one that sounds like Garl Glitter Gold, and he says, I told you they were close! And in another deeper voice, after a brief pause, you hear, Have some faith. It'll correct itself. It was built to correct itself. And that is where season one of Dungeon Boys ends. Thank you, everybody, for listening. That was an extremely difficult combat encounter. I don't know enough about spells. It made it difficult, but we... Or it was difficult for me. I think it was difficult for them to survive. Some people almost died. But that is the end of season one of Dungeon Boys. Uh, We're going to get together the next time we record and record a recap of probably the whole season somehow all 50 episodes to talk through it'll be a really fun show but what we're going to do from here is we're going to take a little break from recording um the mainline plot of dungeon boys or idm Uh, our first lucky contestant to do our next thing will be josh we're going to be taking some time to do some one session or maybe no more than two session one-off campaigns we're going to see if you guys might like to hear some dming from other people uh and maybe try to bring in some new listeners by giving someone a story that can easily be consumed within two or three hours uh so the first up is going to be josh he's going to be dming us through a a a one shot to see how it goes i'm going to be playing a character bryce will be playing a different character zenith will be playing a different character it's going to be a blast please come and enjoy that with us uh, we hope that you've enjoyed this first season. If you have, please definitely leave us a review on iTunes. I know the three guys work very hard on their characters. They think about it a lot. We have a lot of conversations outside of the recording. I work very hard on the campaign, and I appreciate you listen, listening to my voice right now. I have enjoyed it. It has been one of my favorite things we have made so far, and we look forward to making more. Anything else, fellas? Thank you for sticking with us yeah. for this many episodes. This has been an awesome ride. Whenever, awesome. whenever you are, whenever you are listening to this, hopefully there's someone out there who's listening to it at some point. Surely they are. I told you guys I'd scrape by one more time. <laughs> hey. <laughs> and with that, we'll leave it. Thank you so much for listening to Dungeon Boys Season 1. We'll be back at you with Dungeon Boys Season 2. There'll be some changes to characters Woo. and other kinds of things, and we'll explain all that when we get there. Uh, please remember to leave us a review, listen to us, share us with your friends. Follow me on Twitter at Tank Media Games if you want to get my musings and hang out on the internet. Uh, we have all kinds of stuff going on on youtube.com slash Tank Media Games. And remember, most of all, that we all love you very much. Bye.